0: Welcome to Wine with HR, I'm Jules. Hey there, I'm Trish. Lawyers turned HR professionals. Through our company, Monarch Endeavors, we guide employers through their oh shit moments with their employees. In this podcast, we will discuss some of the most common
1: (laughs) and commonly frustrating HR problems while enjoying our favorite adult
0: beverage, wine. So sit back, grab a glass if you choose, and join us as we think about and drink about all things HR.
1: It is so hard to believe that we are approaching the holiday season already. But if you've been inside any store lately, you know it's (laughs) upon us. So, (laughs) in this episode, episode 15, y'all, can you believe we're already at episode 15? No. Julie, I say that every single week. You do. (laughs) Well, I feel very grateful that we get bom, to do this bom. together. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, y'all. We are talking about an attitude of gratitude today. But
0: first, yes, wine. the wine. All right, so uh, <laughs> Trish, what are you drinking today? I am drinking
1: something that one of our mutual friends gave me mm. called for my birthday, called mm. Juggernaut. Have you tried Juggernaut yet?
0: i have not
1: oh julie it is so delicious i am ecstatic uh they say it comes from steep hillside vineyards that present the ultimate challenge the mountainous terrain tests both the grower and the vine which actually i am so a hundred percent in belief of there is less access to water, the rockier soil, and it's, so of course, it has fewer nutrients. So they kind of have to struggle a little bit to produce the wines. Um, so you're talking fewer clusters and smaller berries. But oh my good Lord, that flavor of the berry, I had to look into this one, as you can tell, as I started to have a little sippy sip before we started. <laughs> I may or may not have fallen in love with it that much. So uh, to our dear friend, Angela, I say thank you, thank you so much. This is one of the best cabs I've had in a long time. I I find it to be delicious.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Angela, send me one. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, (laughs) So I am drinking an Italian red. I know that's a shocker, but I haven't had one in a while. But now that we're getting back into fall, I am drinking a Nebbiola. I'm sorry, Nebbiolo, and it is from, like, northern Italy, and it says it is made with 100% Nebbiola grapes from our growers' vineyards in the communes of Barbaresco, Nelve, and Trelso. With its rich, spicy red fruit, it delivers the true character of the grape and the land of origin. You can definitely taste the spices. It's very nice. It's um, nice. They're like very warming, particularly on a <gasps> damp, cold, gross day like it is here in Cleveland. And you can definitely taste some blackberry and cherry and some of like the deeper fruits. Uh, so, so far I am loving it. And I just have to point out that I am drinking out of my glass that says thankful in honor Aww. of our gratitude episode. And then because I can never stray too far from my personality, I also have a coaster. <laughs> that says oh, no. <laughs> that says there comes a time in the day that no matter what the question, the answer is wine. I love that. <laughs> yes. The answer is wine. Yes, both the kind we drink and the kind that we think about here on Wine with HR. So with that being said, Trish, why don't you tell us a little bit more about why we decided to talk about gratitude? We spend a lot of time
1: whining on this show. We do. And we do, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. both the WH kind and the (laughs) WI kind. And so we thought it was good to remind you of why it's important to be grateful, and how to create that kind of gratitude um, within your workforce, and how it can really help lead to happier employees, retention, and all of our favorite things that we talk about all of the time. So as you all know, I'm the stat girl, so (laughs) let me just give you a few stats about gratitude. 88.2% of employees said that recognition would be beneficial to increase social and cultural connections at work. And you guys, the same as we always do, we're going to have links to the article's information in our show notes. So... LimeAid, which is where that first stat came from, a LimeAid Institute study revealed that employees with high levels of gratitude and mindfulness are more likely to have high levels of well-being, engagement, and productivity. Why do we care about that? Well, that means less stress, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Anytime we can lower the stress level of our employees, anytime we can help make those connections for them, that's exactly what we want to do. And let me just give you one more. Research shows that an attitude of gratitude can lead to improved physical health, make you more optimistic, less prone to negative emotions, and... Get this, even help you sleep better and avoid the type of exhaustion that leads to burnout. Now, we're always talking about work-life balance. This is another portion of that, expressing gratitude and helping your employee's I don't want to say get rid of exhaustion because Lord, wouldn't that be amazing, Mm -hmm. but we can't get rid of it, but maybe we can lessen it. Maybe we can help them by feeling appreciated, uh, help them sleep a little better at night and come into work with a more refreshed attitude and be ready to go. I love it. So Jules, what do you think?
0: I agree with everything that you said. And I have a few more things. Uh, So research also shows that practicing gratitude to others can strengthen your bonds and help build stronger relationships. So as managers and HR professionals, that's really what you're looking to do. You're looking to connect and strengthen your working relationships with those to whom... Report to you and those to whom you report and just people that you work with in general. So we want all of those relationships to be as strong as possible. Uh, and gratitude is one of the ways that you can make them strong. So um, some other reasons, the holidays can be really challenging for even those of us who love The season. (laughs) Um, So finding gratitude in challenging situations can help your employees to cope better. And we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Uh, On a personal note, I have found that to be true. And I'll share a little bit more about that in a minute. One of the other reasons that gratitude can be so empowering is because, as you all know, negativity is contagious, Mm -hmm. but positivity is contagious as well. And so with gratitude, we generally tend to have, the more we practice gratitude, the more of a positive outlook we tend to have on life in general. And so that gives us a more positive feeling, uh, which means that we're going to tend to see situations more positively. And that is contagious as well. Uh, And then the last thing is that it can help. Practicing gratitude can help improve overall morale and bring everyone back to the company's core values. So if, you know, depending what your core values are, but a lot of them are respect and loyalty and integrity and teamwork and things like that, and expressing gratitude and feeling like we're all in it together can really help boost morale and, again, strengthen those bonds across the company.
1: Oh. I love strengthening bonds.
0: <laughs> well, because why?
1: It leads to retention. It leads it to does. people that are happy. It leads it to people does. who feel appreciated. Yes, well, that's the other side of gratitude, right? <laughs>
0: yes, yes, yes. So we wanted to share a couple of our own experiences with gratitude. So I will share a little bit about how it has impacted my life in a positive way. So I started a gratitude journal, probably 10 years ago now, at least. Wow, Um, has it been that long? uh Uh-huh, Yep. Wow. And I don't do it every single day. I used to, I used to be very diligent about it. Uh, And when I first started, I did. Every single day, every morning, I would write down at least 10 things that I was grateful for. And I tried really, really hard never to repeat things. So that can get pretty challenging after. A while. <laughs> it makes you really look at your life and, you know, look for those things. But I will tell you that anytime I start to feel overwhelmed with life or that things just aren't kind of going the way that I wish they were, or that things seem to be a struggle, if I start my gratitude practice back up, Things tend to turn around now. It's it can be as quickly as in a day or two. So, I have shared with Tricia, and I've probably shared with some of you who have been in classes or who have worked with me that one of the things that I commonly write because I'm also a big person in um, manifesting what you want is sometimes I will use my gratitude journal to manifest things as well. And so, one of the things that when I'm sort of stressed out about my business is I will write down, I am so grateful for all the opportunities that are coming my way. And that is one that just makes me feel better. It makes me feel, again, more positive about the things to come. And I kid you not, that one works so well nowadays that typically within a week, I'm like, crap, I'm so busy. I don't have to. <laughs> Truth. This is the truth. (laughs) So that has, you know, worked out really well for me. And then the other thing I will say is I mentioned that practicing gratitude in challenging times can be very difficult. It's challenging to figure out how to be grateful for something that's really troubling you. But I find that to be when gratitude works the best. So when I really can't see my way out of a situation or I am just feeling, Beaten down, or maybe I'm feeling betrayed by someone, or whatever the case may be. If I can find some way to be grateful for that experience, and sometimes I gotta look really, really hot, <laughs> <laughs> really hard. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> but every experience is teaching you something, and sometimes it might be. I am grateful that this experience has taught me how to stand up for myself, or I am grateful that it has given me clarity about what I really want. You know, it might be something as simple as that, but it does help me to sort of turn the situation into one where I feel empowered versus that I have no control.
1: I think that's an incredibly powerful message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Trish? Well, I do want to share my experiences, but I also want to take a moment and just kind of address those of you out there who have never tried anything like this before. It sounds hokey. Okay. I know.
0: A little (laughs) woo-woo. But
1: I promise you that if you practice, if you do, well, you don't even have to be as, as I'm going to say, perfect at it as Julie. You can repeat things if you need Mm -hmm. to. You don't have to do it every morning, although I would try if you can. Even if you are just repeating the same 10 things every morning, all of a sudden you start to realize, oh, wait a minute. This, This isn't really as hokey as I thought. I really actually do have a pretty good life, or a pretty successful business, or I'm on the right path towards growth that I was hoping to be. And so I I would just encourage all of you who are like, nope, going to turn this one off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Listen, listen to us. We speak from experience. Um, I will share one of those uh, challenging situations that Julie was mentioning um, a little bit later in the episode uh, when we share some ideas from some of the articles that we were looking at for today. So I will save mine for then. Um, But for the moment, I will just share with you, whenever I am frustrated, whenever I wake up in a grumpy mood, the very first thing I'm going to do is start repeating what I'm thankful for, what I'm grateful for. And sometimes, like Julie says, when we go to the manifestation, it's things that haven't happened yet. Right there, I say, oh, I can hear you pouring your wine. (laughs) I know. I'm grateful for
0: that sound.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm grateful for grapes. (laughs) Sorry, we have to have some fun. We can't make it all serious. But if, if you guys are experiencing one of those negative times and you really start focusing, you do realize that, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought. I'm a lot further than I realized. Um, my husband and I were just having a conversation the other day when we both kind of looked around and said, "Wow, we have manifested this life for ourselves that we're pretty proud of. We're we're so happy to be where we are, even though there's a ton of stuff going on in our lives with, you know, uh, par- parental health and all of these other down negative, negative, negative things. There's also so much to be grateful for." And if you can allow yourself to focus on that, even if just for a few minutes, I promise you it will change the outlook of the rest of your day. And here is one of the most important things, at least for me, it also is going to impact the way you deal with others Mm -hmm. because when you start coming at people with that kind of being grateful attitude versus, uh, oh, everything's horrible. It's this, it's that. When that's their mindset, that's what comes out of our mouths too. And so um, this will help everyone in your organization, not just for you personally and professionally.
0: Yes, well said, well said. And to Tricia's point about those of you who are like, oh my gosh, this is so corny. (laughs) Hey, the worst that happens is you might spend five to 10 minutes making a list and you might feel a little bit better. So, I mean, you don't really have a lot to lose to just try it. But if you do it, if you really commit to doing it, even for 10 days straight, I bet you, you will see a difference. And if you don't, then you're trying really, really hard not to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs>
1: cheers. Mine's metal. It doesn't really yeah. cheers today. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So, having said that, now we want to uh, move to, you know, our helpful tips and, and tricks. So, we're going to talk about some of the ways to cultivate gratitude in the workplace because, of course, that is what we focus on. So, Trish, what's your first tip?
1: Well, start with yourself right? We want to lead by example or the famous practice what you preach. You need to start by showing employees how grateful you are for them and for everything that they do with you, for you, for themselves, for the betterment of the company on a daily basis. There's a reason they say You know, lead from behind or lead with someone, show an example, set an example. It's because it works. If you're thanking people, if you're acting with gratitude, that's going to rub off on your employees and you're going to see them uh, pretty soon emulate the same behavior.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about it. Think how differently you respond if somebody comes up to you and says, oh my gosh, thank you so much for how hard you worked on that. Or, you know, like, I know you put some extra touches on that. You know, I really appreciate it versus, hey, can you do one more thing for me? (laughs) (laughs) Just one more, one more thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just one more, one more. Um, So, yeah. So that's a simple one, but I think it's super important. Yeah. One of the examples that I like to share is something that uh, we did at um, one of my law firms. And it was actually an idea that I had. Uh, So I do get to take full credit for this one, but uh, this was one that was met with a lot of skepticism. (laughs) So at this particular point in time, uh, we were having some morale problems. You know, being a lawyer is not an easy job. Very rarely do clients call and thank you for what you did for them, Um, particularly when you're in litigation, because they still get a big bill at the end and not much to show for it. So it's, it's it's a pretty thankless job. (laughs) Cheers to all my lawyers out there. I'm grateful for all of you. (laughs) Cheers, Um, cheers. (laughs) But anyway, so morale was running a little bit low. Uh, We were having, we were going through some growing pains, you know, all all the typical things that a lot of companies go through. And so we were heading into Thanksgiving. And so I came up with the idea to do a gratitude challenge. And that's what we called it. And so the idea behind it was that I would get all of the partners to buy in and we would start with, uh, like, for example, I did the first one and I said three things that I was grateful for about the firm. And we had a few rules. Like we we said, don't give kudos to a particular person because we didn't want people to feel excluded. You know, we were trying to be like, make it more about the firm, um, and the, the people generally in the firm, you know, that kind of thing. And then whoever sent the email that day would tag somebody to do it the next day. And the the idea was that they would go to that person first and say, hey, you okay with this? Because we didn't, again, we we didn't want to make this mandatory. We didn't want to coerce anybody into doing it. So, you know, I don't even remember what I said at this point. But I know one of the things was, I'm so grateful for how much I have learned because I had such great teachers, you know? So I put like, it was three things like that. And then anyway, some of the partners were like, this is the hokiest thing I've ever
1: (laughs) done in my entire life. Of course, of course.
0: (laughs) But somehow I convinced them all to do it. So anyway, we had about a hundred people, a hundred employees in the firm at that time. And I think we kept it going for... 95 days straight. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, and then one of the partners who told me that it was the hokiest thing that he had ever heard came to me (laughs) a couple weeks in and was like, I thought this was the hokiest thing ever, but this has turned out to be really, really cool. Because you've got to see, because it wasn't just the lawyers, it was the staff, it was the paralegals, it was everybody in the firm. Like, no, we just started with the partners because again, lead Mm-hmm. Lead from the top, lead by example. So we started there, but it was really cool to see what people said, uh, you know, that they were grateful for. And some people did not follow the rules and they did give kudos to particular, and that it was all fine. It was all fine, you know, um, but it was really one of the neatest things. So that's something that I think is a really cool thing people could try and it really can change the whole environment. I love that one so much. One of my better ideas. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: And and, hey, y'all, you don't have to wait for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you don't have to wait for Thanksgiving. You don't have to wait for HR to do it if you're a manager, right? If you're HR, don't wait for the C-suite to do it do it yourself, do it within your own department, doesn't have to be company wide. Because guess what, people are going to notice, wow, all of a sudden, there's a change in that, in that group, right? There's a an attitude shift. And they may say, what the heck are you doing? Why is everybody in your group so happy and being so this and that? Well, now let me tell (laughs) you. And then you can share it with them and watch that kind of like Julie was saying, it is contagious.
0: Yeah. And if like the thought of getting everybody involved in something like that is overwhelming, as Trish was just saying, like, just do it yourself. Just pick a department or pick, you know, 20 people or just however many people you want to say. And you know what? I'm going to do my own gratitude challenge. I'm going to tell all these people why I'm thankful for them one per day.
1: That's so awesome. So awesome. Well, Should we steal some examples? (laughs) Steal. Should we share
0: some examples from the articles? We will build on some examples from the articles.
1: (laughs) Truth. (laughs) I think the first one that I would like to build on um, is the Create a Wall of Gratitude.
0: And which article is this from, just so people know? This is from the uh, WebMD
1: and LimeAid article.
0: Again, the link will be in the show notes. Yes. Just wanted to clarify where they're coming from. So (laughs) go ahead.
1: Thank you. Thank you. This is actually one of my favorites because it could be done in any way that your company sees fit. You could do it anywhere. You could do it right in the entryway so that anybody and everyone that comes in can see it. And wow, what what does that say about the kind of culture you're trying to create, right? Or if you wanna have it just in the, um, like in your coffee room or break room, then that's a fine place to do it too. Wherever people are going to see it and use it. It is up to you how you use it. I know that uh, different people approach these differently. So I'm going to give you guys a couple of different ideas. One is that ideas will get submitted to HR or gratitudes get submitted to HR and HR, if you allow me to use the term, kind of whitewashes them so that they're non-specific but still specific enough. So that's one way, right? So that we just say, oh, I'm thankful for X or thankful for Y. Like Julie was saying, so no one gets excluded. The other way to do it is just to simply say, give somebody a shout out, right? I want it to be specific. I want to know who you're thankful for and why. Why? Be real specific. So those are two different ways that you can do it. Either way, you can have HR in control. You can have, uh, see what makes me nervous though about having other people in control is these things can get out of control really, really fast. Um, So probably best to go through uh, HR and just make sure that the kindness is there, that the intent, that the respect, and that we can make these the way we want we want them to showcase what we want them to showcase Uh, again it can be a small little section it can be just notes you can decorate it as much as you want I've seen some places where they will even have just a little piece of paper and that piece of paper is sitting there next to the board. You pull out the piece of paper and it says in recognition of gratitude and then they fill out the person's name Mm -hmm. and the why behind it. So that makes it super, super quick and easy. I've seen some companies will say, you know what, we're not even going to do it in a wall, but we have a morning email. So our wall of gratitude is going to be like this morning email where every day they pick one, HR picks one or whomever is in charge of sending out the daily morning message. And then they include it in that. So any opportunity you get, again, I really like the visual reminder because then I think the visual reminder, the wall, it helps people to practice without even realizing that they're practicing because they're walking by they see it they they feel it as they're walking by so to speak right and so then it it kind of serves as a reminder daily to to go and do this more themselves
0: yeah and once you see that all of like how many are on there you start to just feel the cumulative effect of that and also feel more gratitude because it's like oh this board's almost full. So a yes. lot of there's a lot to be grateful for. So I think that's yes. a great idea. And I'm sure that there are people that are smarter than us who could also figure out how to do that in a virtual way if it's a hybrid <laughs> yes. workforce where where you could still see it. Like you but you could start meetings off that way and do a whiteboard instead of an icebreaker, you know, do five minutes of gratitude at the beginning where everybody writes on the whiteboard.
1: Oh, that's fantastic, Julie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, y'all and, remember that one. You know, that's another, another
0: good idea. Some yeah. days I'm full of them. Some days not so much, but <laughs> I'm grateful for the days when I am full of them. Hey, yeah. hey. Notice I said full of them, not full of it. So just clarification.
1: <laughs> Wasn't even going to touch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we know everybody out there was thinking it, so it's yeah. fine. Um, but speaking about meetings, I like this one too. So this again is from the WebMD and Limeade article. But uh, create a no meeting day. Oh my goodness! Here, you want an here. easy, right? <laughs> you want an easy way to get people to feel grateful? Give them a day off from the drudge of meetings. Oh, Lord! I think that's particularly important as we head into the holidays. Uh, So, we will talk more about this on our next episode. But the holidays, as I mentioned, aren't easy for everyone. And so people can feel really overloaded. Uh, So, you know, giving them breaks from the things that become kind of tedious is great. So, if you can do a no meeting day once a week, every other week, whatever, uh, that would be a really cool thing to do.
1: I think that would be amazing. Yeah. (laughs) No meetings. Thank you.
0: Yes. Just tie it to gratitude. Just say, you know, something like we appreciate how much time you spend in meetings and we want to give you a little bit of that time back to do with it what you please.
1: Oh, that's good. Also so. good. You really are full of it today. I mean,
0: dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but i <also. Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Focusing on that same article, um, I'm going to, one of my other favorite ones, uh, pay attention to and celebrate milestones. Not everybody wants their birthday shared. Not everybody Mm -hmm. celebrates their birthday, right? But there are still milestones that we can celebrate to show our appreciation. And- Bottom line is this, if someone, if you want to do birthdays and someone doesn't want to participate, tell them, okay, I understand. Thank you very much. No problem if you change your mind, right? So not saying that birthdays are bad. I'm just saying, recognize that some people may choose not to participate and they're not trying to, you know, ruin your day or, or, or kill your spirit or anything like that. They just simply, maybe they don't want to, maybe there's, they have their reason. That's all you need to know. They have their reason. But what about work anniversaries? Why can't we celebrate work anniversaries? Hey, just wanted to say how thankful we are. You have been with us for a year. Or we just want to say how grateful we are that you have worked with us for the last 10 years. Uh, Hopefully, there's a little more than a thank you at 10 years. I don't know. I feel like there should be. But the idea is for those big deals, those milestones, what about when someone has maybe wanting to get their SHRM, CP or SCP, or HRCI, of course. Maybe they've been studying to get that designation. Well, then we should recognize that. A manager gets, someone gets promoted to manager, or they... Have some big training that they need to take. Um, Maybe for those of you who are out there in the financial services industries, uh, maybe you celebrated and worked really, really hard to get to be a certified financial planner. That is not easy, right? Mm -hmm. So let's celebrate those successes. They don't even need to be the big successes like that. They could even be, hey, You really helped us with that client that I cannot even tell you. You may not realize what a big milestone that was for us, but that helped us get over the hump with that client. They have now committed to, you know, maybe five more years with us or something like that. So I love milestones and celebrating those little things like that.
0: I think that's great because I do think we tend to overlook a lot of the work accomplishments, which is funny because that's what we're all there for. But even to Trisha's point, like if somebody did a really great job on a presentation or you know that somebody was really nervous about something and they just knocked it out of the park, like call it out, you know? Yeah. Call it out. Absolutely. into kind of your everyday life and into meetings. So, you know, you could start off your meetings with a whiteboard of gratitude uh, for a few minutes. But one of the other great tips I liked was sharing either team success or even individual success with leaders. So, not just within your group but you as the manager or the HR professional sharing that with other leaders in the company, because that doesn't happen very often. Like unless somebody calls attention to it, oftentimes the leaders, meaning the C-suite, the v- the VPs, the owners, they don't always know what the individual or team contributions are. So if you can find a way to let them know, you know, whether, you know, using whatever avenues you have available, whether that's sending out an email blast or whether you have the wall of gratitude or a kudos board or whatever it might be. But calling out those team successes or those individual successes, because I guarantee you that person who's like, oh, my, my gosh, I don't even think that the leaders in this company know my name is going to be so grateful that you took the time to do that. It. Reminds me of this one, like, I I remember reading this story about the CEO of Pepsi. She's no longer the CEO, and I am blanking on her name right now. But I thought one of the coolest things she did was when she was, uh, shortly after she became CEO, she wrote a letter to, I believe it was every employee's family, telling them how grateful she was that, you know, they raised this person and that this person was working for Pepsi and how proud they should be and all of these little you know all of these sorts of things and like they they just talked about how proud that made the families to get that letter and how touched the employees were that she took the time to send all of them cuz it was a lot of letters from one oh, yeah you know oh but, my goodness but like it's it's the same principle with celebrating successes up, you know, telling the people who might not know who is doing the quiet but hard work. Absolutely. Uh, I want to Just piggyback
1: off that one for a minute. There's a gentleman who took one of my classes, and if he's out there listening, thank you very much for sharing this. It's something I I often pass along to my classes um, as well since then. And he was telling us a story about a gentleman who had to miss his son's, I believe it was eighth birthday party because of uh, some mandatory meeting. And how what they did was they sent a letter home to that child, Aww. thanking, I know, right? I got. I like listening to it. I was like, oh, <laughs> but thanking him for sharing his father with them and explaining like what, how much they appreciated him and how much he was needed and just all of this. And all I could think of is, you know, that child's really not going to remember his, the lack of presence of his father that day, but he is definitely going to remember that letter. And so I just, as we were talking, I was like, oh, here's another great form of gratitude. It, it, you can send it home to the families, like Julie said. And um, I think that that goes a long way. It won't just make the family feel good, but also that employee, which then turns around and they pass it forward and pass it forward and pass it forward.
0: I love that. Yeah. That's oh, that's a a, one. Yeah, that's a warm, fuzzy yeah, <laughs> we like our
1: warm puzzies. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. So these next tips come from Six Ways to Cultivate Gratitude at Work by Jen Fisher on mindful.org. And again, we will share the link in our show notes so you don't have to worry about that. But, uh, Trisha, what was your favorite tip from this article?
1: Well, I don't know that it was my absolute favorite, but I think it builds on what we were just talking about. Okay. And it says, uh, show yourself some gratitude and celebrate your wins. Yeah. That's exactly what we were just saying. I, I think that we could take it even a step further and remember to say, uh, your success isn't yours alone. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't often get too many places by ourselves. So who helped you get there? Remember to uh, give them a shout out as well. So celebrate your success. Definitely show yourself some gratitude, but then also share that with others that helped you get there. Remember that you weren't, um, I assume you didn't do everything all by yourself. <laughs> Most often, we're more successful if we work together as a team. so I liked that one. I thought it went with what you were just saying.
0: Yeah. Well, and to build off of that, I'm going to change the wording of this next one a little bit. Uh, So celebrate your wins and your successes, but also find gratitude in the failures.
1: Good one.
0: Again, finding gratitude when times are hard is particularly challenging, but failure is how we learn. I heard uh, somebody say the other day, we don't learn anything from our successes. I recently heard that too. Right, right. Huh. But it's so true. Yeah. You don't. You learn from your failures. So failures, every failure has something really important to teach us. And imagine if as a manager or an HR professional, that is your default. Wow. Right. So wow. then all of a sudden, employees aren't scared to come to you to say, like, you know what? This didn't work. Your answer could be great. What did we learn from it?
1: If right? I, oh, I do have a mic. But if I had a mic, I could drop, I would drop it. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's, it's one of those days.
0: <laughs> it is a Monday. It is a Monday. Yes. But think, think about how much that would change how your employees act, how they create, how they interact, and just how they feel in the workplace. If you're like, yeah, all right. Yay, failure! Right, yeah, let's figure (laughs) out another way to fail. Let's learn something, (laughs) let's learn something new, let's be grateful for it.
1: Let's learn some things.
0: Yes. I'm going to have to practice that one. I got to admit, I'm not very good at that, but I like I like what I, I'm going to try to practice that some more. So it is good. It is a good one. Um, <laughs>
1: speaking of that, and when times are hard, and I promised you I was going to share something later that was a little more personal. This was a, a very difficult situation at work. I was dealing with someone who had Um, I will say, a difficult personality and was making my life pretty impossible. I have never been so miserable in my life, but I kept working at it and working and working and nothing changed. Eventually, my husband said, quit. (laughs) And I listened to him. Guess what? As you know, Julie, best decision I've ever made in ever. my life, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> because here I am today, right? And it's so funny that I kid you not, when I count, when I do my gratitudes, when I say the things I'm thankful for, do you know I actually count her as a blessing in my life? I really do, because I feel as if it, if it wasn't for this person who was placed in my path, I would never have explored and and really grown to be the person that I am today. She taught me many valuable lessons, and it also pushed me to get out of my comfort zone and try something new. And so I'm grateful for her every day. She is the reason that I get to work with you, (laughs) right? (laughs) She's the reason I get to teach the classes that I teach, to meet all of the incredible professionals I meet. So I share that because I want everyone to understand that even at your hardest times, even those people that you think, I just can't stand this, think about maybe they're there for a reason. Or if it's not a particular person, maybe it's a situation Be grateful, find reasons like, okay, so what am I supposed to learn from this? It kind of goes to what Julie was just saying. We learn from our failures. What am I supposed to learn from this? And then be grateful for that lesson and it will take you so far.
0: I love that. Thanks. (laughs) Well, and I'm grateful to that person too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we do get to work together and do fun things like this podcast. Yes, it's pretty, pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. So yes, so finding gratitude in the hard things is clearly uh, probably our most important point in this episode. I think so. Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, So just real quick, one last one for me. I think be spontaneous about it. So you don't want this to become one more thing on your to-do list. (laughs) Although I will say it is on my to-do list right now because I have not been doing it as regularly and I want to, but be spontaneous. So don't figure out, you know, on Sunday, everything you're going to be grateful for, for the week, like each day, (laughs) take a minute and say, you know, what happened today? It could be at the beginning of the day. It could be at the end of the day. One of the things I'm experimenting with is I always used to do my gratitude journal in the morning, and I was recently at a a seminar about wellness for business owners, and she was talking about how you really need something to bookend your day, and they talked a lot about this during COVID, like because so many of us worked at home, we didn't have a stop between work and home. You know, the rest of our evening. And I have never, never gotten the end of the day routine down. Like I just stop and that's it. But I'm great at the morning routine. So I'm trying to now do my gratitude at the end of the day. Because that is typically when I feel a little bit more burnt out. I'm tired. I might be irritated. (laughs) Depending with whom I've had to interact for the day. (laughs) So, I'm trying to do that. I am not great at it yet. I'm not very consistent. So, I have started setting an alarm <laughs> to remind me hey, you know, whatever you need you to do, do, you do what you got to <laughs> do. But I will say that it does tend to make me a little bit more spontaneous about what I'm grateful for because I look back on the day that's already happened. And before I was doing it in the morning, before the day had happened so it was a little bit more calculated I guess you know like it wasn't as today focused as it is at the end of the day so anyway just something I'm I'm giving a giving a try I
1: like that another great example or uh idea someone can use um Mm -hmm. I have just one final thought, and that's, again, also from, there's, by the way, a couple of things we've already talked about are in this article as well, the Gratitude Journal that Julie's mentioning. And there are a couple of other things in this particular article that um, we're not specifically mentioning as from there. But as you look at it, you will see that they uh, that they definitely came from this article as well as our own personal experiences that we have with it. Um, but one of the other ones that I really liked was going along that lines of making it personal. Uh, it's always awesome to have like note cards around, right? I, I love Love, love, love handwritten notes. Julie knows, she's heard this a million times, that I had handwritten thank you notes from my last job that I was in until like we made our move a couple of years ago. I kept them because they meant so much to me because nobody sends handwritten thank you notes or handwritten notes, period, anymore. So those were um, quite special to me. Not to say that you can't send an email, everybody out there, if that is the way that works for you. Appreciation is appreciation, okay? I Mm -hmm. want to make sure I get that across. This is just another way to do it. And always think that if you have multiple avenues to express gratitude, then that gives you multiple opportunities, right? So you have the email, you have the note cards, you have the in-person, you have the meeting shout outs, but every person needs something different. We all need recognition. We all need to be, uh, we, we all want that kind of, hey, thank you, or the gratitude that we've been talking about. But people do respond to different things. Um, I make a joke a lot of times that, you know, my brother would turn purple and hide under a desk if you called him out in a meeting. Whereas me, I'd be like sitting there, thank you very much. Thank you. I'll sign autographs after the meeting. So we're <laughs> truth, right? So we're very, very different people, but he still needs that. He still wants that recognition and praise, but just in a different form, I think than I do. And And to my brother, if you're out there listening and if I'm wrong correct me. I'd like to know that. Um, But truly and honestly, the point is that if you have multiple ways of doing this, it'll be fresh for you. It'll be fresh for them. It won't seem like, oh yeah, I'm just the next one on the list or something like that. So shake it up a bit and have a bunch of different ways to um, show this kind of gratefulness and thankfulness for people.
0: One more idea jumping off of that make a little form for your employees to fill out that says, you know, the, the things that they like that aren't work-related. So, for example, I like Italian Reds. Really? I mm, Yeah, <laughs> did I mention that once or twice? Maybe. Or t- 25 times? <laughs> or, you know, I I like boxing or I like to go to football games or, you know, whatever. This is my favorite sports team. Whatever. Have them list 10 things that they really like and enjoy. And then you have that list for each of your employees. And when you want to show them some appreciation, you could pick something off of that list and give it to them. Then it's super personalized. uh, And it's also something you know they're going to like. Yeah. And they are going to be really excited about it. So... (laughs)
1: I love that. And it doesn't have to be expensive.
0: No, no. You could do, you could say they all have to be under $10. It doesn't matter, you know, but. Great idea. Love it. Yeah, just little things. All right. So, so we have given you a ton of ideas for how to insert gratitude into your everyday work life, Uh, how to show gratitude and how to be more grateful. We hope that this has been helpful. Trish, do you have any final words of wisdom?
1: Just a couple of quick stats because you know I, I'm i always trying to build retention for everyone. Hit us with the numbers. Whip, whip. Hit
0: us with the numbers.
1: <laughs> uh, I was looking at a, a, an article by Work Human and they did some research and they, I love these. Check this out. They found that people who are thanked at work, at least in the last month, are half as likely to be looking for a new job, more than two times as likely to be highly engaged, more than two times as likely to feel respected at work, and more than three times as likely to see a path to grow in the organization. That to me is another one of those drop the mic moments. You talk about retention, you say, oh, we don't have the money to do all these other programs, this and that. Well, you know what? Being kind, being grateful, being thankful That's free.
0: Costs nothing. And uh, that is really a wonderful stat, given that we are heading into the time of the year where I forget what the percentage is, but the vast majority of employees start looking for jobs in January and February, I believe. So (laughs) this is
1: true. This is true. And a lot of it is because of what happens these last three months of the year.
0: Yep. Yep. Any other stats? Or was that the nope, that's it for today? <laughs> that was a, that was a pretty good one to end on. That I was so. a that was a great one. All right, so uh
1: Trish, how's your wine? Delicious, delicious. The vanilla, I love anything that has like the black currant kind of a flavor to it. Um, I think there's even like I'm getting a little anise in there and mm. I'm a big, big fan. Just absolutely, absolutely recommend this wine. It's so good.
0: Nice. Yeah. I am also a big fan of the one that I am drinking. This nebbiolo is really good. I think there's some black currant in this one as well now Ah. that you mention that. But it's definitely the darker berries. Yeah. Um, And the spice, I can't quite put my finger on, but it's a warming spice. That's all I'm going to say. It's making me all warm and cozy. And I'm very, again, appreciative of that on a gross, gloomy day. Oh, we're supposed to
1: snow. We're supposed to snow tonight. Uh Uh-huh. I said the
0: S word. I did it. All right. (laughs) Well, I'm going to be grateful for snow because it... Is sometimes pretty.
1: (laughs) I'm going to be thankful for snow because we can go skiing.
0: (laughs) It's one of those challenging times. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of Wine. We hope that you go forth into this Thanksgiving season with gratitude in your hearts and your minds. And again, we are very grateful for all of you. So with that, we say cheers Cheers. till next time.